Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Okay, so I'm going to sing now to the glory and praise of the Holy God. Amen. as the Father's living still, in spite of dawn, John fire and sword. Oh, how our hearts beat high with joy whenever we hear that glorious word. That's holy we will be true to thee till death. Our father's chain in prisons dark, when feeling heart and conscience free. How sweet will be the children's fate if they like them go die for thee. Thank you, Sister Marion, for that beautiful rendition of faith of faith of our fathers. God is truly awesome. We thank you. We praise you for that. Sorry, we thank you for that song tonight. May God bless you as you continue in your music ministry. Amen. All right. At this time, we are going to uh, hear from Brother Patrick. We'd like to invite him on tonight. Good evening. Happy Sabbath, Brother Patrick. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. Good evening. Happy Sabbath to everyone. Just want to say the Lord is a powerful God and I've been truly blessed by all the testimonies. And I'm just praising him and exalting him for carrying us through another week when we are able to fellowship and to praise his holy name as we are here again on another Sabbath, the day that the Lord has 
made. He has blessed. He has sanctified. Hallowed. What a loving God. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sister Miriam, for that powerful song. And the Lord has given me a, a word tonight, and have something to be to do with the fire. That He wants to save us in the fire. You know what I mean? God can save us before the fire, but it's a reason why He wants to save us in the fire. Um, before I go into a short word, I'm really impressed to talk to our dear sister Nicole. I remember um, uh, when we had that retreat a few years back. We have that prayer retreat, and I'm hoping that things will open back again. We have people coming from different places, and Sister Nicole is serious. She drove all the way. It was like a marathon she was on. And, you know, you know, it was just a powerful moment to see how committed and dedicated uh, she is to the Lord. And she reminds me of the sermon that the Lord gave me tonight, the short sermon that he wants to save us in the fire. So when we see the fire burning, let it burn. And the fire is going to burn us. But the Lord is going to save us in the fire when it gets hot, when all the discouragement comes. So I wanted to talk to Sister Nicole to see how she's doing and to lift up a prayer for her. She's very committed, and she's always searching for me, but never can find me. So the Lord impressed me. Sister Nicole, could you unmute your phone tonight, please? Good evening, Happy Sabbath. Happy, Happy Sabbath. Sabbath. How are you doing? Praise God. Holding I on. know you are... <laughs> You're pregnant, and you're carrying, is this your third child? No, this is my fifth. Okay, okay. All right. So, let me ask you, um, how far are you? How many months are you? Um, 32 weeks. Um, two more okay, months. Two more months. Almost two months. Okay. A month and a half. Thank you. Okay, I'm not hearing you that clearly. If you could just. I'm about 32 weeks right now. Okay. And and how are you doing? I know you are a woman of God who prays. And prays, but, you know, when I heard you, you sound a little bit like, you know, the burden, you know, is getting heavy. Physically, emotionally, yes. how are you doing? The burden is getting heavy. The enemy has um has been throwing a lot of confusion between um the family, um, uh, confusion, discord, miscommunication. So it's yeah, the like there is, is just hot. war. Yeah. Yes. So, um, continue. Um, and a lot of it, I'm in the middle between 
my daughter and my um, husband, and I really need God to step in because it's, the fire is really getting hot, and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. I need God to step in and and help. Wow. Because it's really okay. getting in, it's really intense. All right. Okay, then. And I know everybody is listening. It's a little bit difficult to hear you, but she's saying the fire is getting hot between, you know, she's standing in the gap between her husband and her daughter. And I know God really have a purpose for your family. I know he loves your husband, and he loves your daughter, and he loves your daughter. Um, do you believe the scripture that says that the Lord will not give you more than you can manage? Yes, and sometimes I feel like it's more than I can bear. So sometimes you feel like more than you can bear. More than you can bear. Mm-hmm. Well, we are here to encourage you. I know I'm echoing a bit. I don't know the technical thing. I don't know what it's causing. Echo. I can hear you. Maybe it's... Okay, you can hear me. Yes, I can hear you. That's just like you're on another bed. What about now? Can you hear me better? Yeah, I think we're hearing yeah. you a little better. If somebody could just confirm okay. on the line that everybody's hearing clearly. Okay. We hear it, but you you are echoing, Brother Patrick. Okay, so I'm echoing still. Okay, all right. Speak again. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is awesome. It's Amen. better. Okay, thank mm-hmm. you. Thanks to the technical team. Okay, so we're talking to Sister Nicole. She's pregnant and she's going through a lot. And we really want everybody to be praying for her. And that that's where it's at, the, the, the power of prayer, intercessory prayers. And we have to encourage each other, you know, and just let her know that the Lord loves her. You know, the devil wants to destroy families. That's his main aim and goal, is to destroy families. But praise God, the God we serve is still able. The God we serve is still able to deliver. And he said he won't give us more than we can bear. So I know he knows that Sister Nicole is pregnant. She's carrying a baby. And it's stressful when things is not going right around. And she wants the Lord to intervene. I know, Sister, you're a a praying person. And have you ever thought that the Lord just wants you to wait on him until he works? What's going to your thoughts in this crisis when you're praying, 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 and it seems like matters is getting worse? What's going to your thoughts? The first thing is, is the Lord hearing, you know? And, um, 
if he's going to act or if he's going to intervene in the situation because the situation seems to not to be getting out of hand to where um, my daughter is seeking attention from my husband and he's um, in a way pushing her away and she's get down so it's like if this situation is going to change or is it not going to change and it don't seem like it's getting better and I like trying to seek counseling because I like I I can't handle it and I don't wanna go into labor before my time because she's not understanding that she's seeking for attention. Um he's seeking after his attention and feeling like um he's being Reject because she told me she felt like she's a stepchild, and I'm trying to tell him that she's seeking for attention, but he's not seeing it like that, and he's thinking that she's just doing things just to, you know, just to do things. So it's like I'm in the middle between both of them, Lord, um, and it's a very hard place to be. And and are you listening? Because the situation now seems to be. Changing. She even said today um, that she was going to kill herself because um, we had gotten her a dog. Well, we rescued a dog, and she's not getting along with the dog. And so she said, if the dog goes, if he sends the dog away, she's going to kill herself. And I'm like, Lord, I can't take this stuff. Can't I? I'm trying to stay calm. Like, are you really listening? Because it, it doesn't seem to be get to get better. It just seems like it's getting out of control. Okay, all right. We hear you, sister, and a lot of us are listening on the line. And I know prayers are going to be going up tonight, and we're going to see a difference. Okay, what would you want the Lord to do? What would you want? I want the Lord to step in. And I just want the Lord to step in and, and, and bring conviction to everyone's heart, um, even myself, what I'm doing wrong. You show me what I'm doing wrong and help me to fix it. To bring um, us into um, oneness, you know. Um, to just step in and just take control of the situation because it's over me. And that's when God works, when it's out of our control. Okay, what I'm going to ask you to do, I'm going to ask you to just do a prayer of forgiveness. What you're doing is submitting yourself and surrendering yourself to the Lord. Just tell the Lord, Lord, I surrender. And when you finish this prayer, I'm going to pray for you. And I guarantee you, in Jesus' name, that when you come on the prayer line again, you're going to testify. I've seen the changes. Because you see, when the Lord comes in, he's going to touch every heart. It's a hard problem. He's going to touch every heart in that own heart. In Jesus' name. Okay, so I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you to do a prayer of forgiveness, and then I'm going to start to pray. 
Sister Nicole, sorry, Sister Michelle here. If you have your phone on speaker, can you just take it off of the speaker? Yeah, it's off of speaker. You want me to put it on speaker? No. She thought it was echoing because of it was on speaker. Oh, no, it's off of speaker. I have it off of speaker. What about now? Is it still echoing? I think that's better. Is better? I guess it's up to yeah. with the connection. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Father in heaven. Oh, God. I come to you, dear God. And I lift up my heart before you. And I ask that you forgive me for trying to be in control, trying to take control of the matters, trying to take things in my own hand, dear God. I ask that you forgive me, dear God. I surrender to you, Lord, because I see that it's out of my control and there's nothing that I can do, Lord. And I just want to ask you to forgive me for trying to take that, you know, to take the control for not surrendering to you fully, God. I just ask that you wash me as I lift up my heart, Lord, please, Lord. Mm-hmm. Let my confession come from a true heart because I don't know my own heart, Lord, because I'm tired and I'm frustrated and I don't know my own heart. So let me not come to you in vain, Lord. Let my confession be real and true. And if there's anything that is in me that is unlike you, Lord, please approve it and help me. Help me to surrender completely to you. This is my prayer of confession, Lord. And creating me a clean heart. And help me to put away the pointing of the finger, Lord. Help me to not put point at my husband at what he's doing. Help me to not point at my children. Help me to not do these things, Father, in self-righteous spirit. Take it out of me, God. Take it out of me, God. Take it out of me. And help me to completely surrender to you. Watch me now, Lord, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's pray right now. Father in heaven, great God whom we serve and worship. You heard your daughter, oh God, a mother. She's pregnant, Lord, and she's going through a lot. Stress. She's weighed down with pain. Lord, you can intervene. You have the power. You know how to rescue in the fire. You are God. So, Lord, we're asking you now to condescend and to break every curses, break every incantation of spirit, break any type of spirit, husband or, or wife, or anything that is interfering in this relationship. I pray. Through the blood of Jesus Christ, that unity will be in this home. I pray, O oh God, for Sister Nicole's husband, that you will touch him, Lord. You will purge him. You will bless him. You will strengthen him as the priest of the home, the man of the home. Give him authority and wisdom and knowledge. Touch him. Send an angel from above. To touch him now. 
And I thank you, Lord, because a touch from you, Lord, will bring healing and restoration for the mind, the heart, the soul. And Lord, you see Shania. Shania is a bright star. And the devil wants to put the light out. This young lady, oh God, is brilliant. And you have a mighty work for her. And the enemy wants to intervene. Lord, I renounce every negativity. I renounce every pain and every type of emotional baggages and any type of things that your daughter is going through. I pray that you will touch her too and bring restoration. Let there be healing. Let there be spirit of forgiveness. Take away sadness and loneliness and any type of spirit, Lord, of, of suicidal thoughts and take this away from this family, O oh God, and let the spirit of unity fall afresh. Remember all the other children, O oh God, in the home. Remember the unborn child in your daughter's womb. I pray, O oh God, that a mother's cry, O oh God, will unlock the storehouse of heaven, when a mother cries out and says, it's too much, I cannot take anymore. Oh, God of glory, I beseech thee, I plead at the foot of the cross. I plead to the El Elyon, the Most High God, to Jesus Christ, that you will intervene and break every stronghold, break every chain, break any generational curses, any type of Entanglement, Lord, cancel them from this family. Let there be peace in this family. Send an angel, O oh God of unity, an angel of peace, and an angel of war to destroy any curses, any type of spirit that is uh, attacking this family. I renounce and I command that they will leave never to return. And I'm claiming healing. I'm claiming understanding. I'm claiming, oh God, that the wounds will be healed and the brokenness will be mended. And I pray, oh God, that you will give Sister Nicole peace. Give her the assurance. Give her a dream. Speak to her thought. Let her know that you have her, Lord, in the palm of her hands. That's why you said that she's the apple of your eyes. You kept her, oh God. She has been through much, much spiritual warfare, and you kept her. You kept her sister, Tanya. You kept many of the family. Lord, you are God. There's none like you. So, Lord, intervene right now and deliver your daughter. Please, Lord. Father, we are praying. Many people on the prayer line are praying for this family. A mother that is pregnant. And having major trouble in her home. Well, Lord, she was open enough to say. It meant that there's no pride, there's no self. She wants her husband, her daughter, she wants unity. She wants everybody to be at peace and at rest. Lord, I claim it. I've already asked for the angel, and I'm asking you that you'll put the watchmen on the walls, and I pray that she will experience the change and the difference immediately because you said before we call you already answered so i'm claiming it in jesus name that 
answer is already there. I thank you, God, for what you have done. I know you have done it, Jesus. We know you've done it. With everybody on the prayer line agreeing in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When one person hurt in the family, everybody is hurting. Oh, God of mercy. Father, search the line. There's others who are broken this moment. There's others, oh God, who are crying while I'm praying because they are going through the exact same thing, the brokenness, the unsexualness in their home. But you have the power. This is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. Condescend. Send on your angels with power and might. Touch every home that is listening. Save your people in the fire. All those who are struggling with financial issues. You have the power. You have the might, oh God, to save your people. Oh God in heaven. Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The time is short. You are coming soon. The devil is creating havoc. But we are putting him on notice that he is the weaker man. But the stronger man is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He has the power over sin. The power over sicknesses. The power over brokenness. The power over suicide. The power over poverty. The power of God over brokenness in the home. Lord have mercy. Please, Lord, enter. Thank you, Jesus. Father, allow somebody to have a breakthrough here tonight. Allow somebody who is suffering from depression to be loose. Every oppressive spirit, every generational curses that came down to the lineage, give somebody a new genealogy. Break off every curses. Break off every power of darkness and loose somebody, oh God. Please, oh God, from the bondages of sin, you have the power. Oh God, you did it already. I've seen your work in your sanctuary. I've seen your power come down, Lord. I've seen you rescue the perishing. I've seen your work. You're still God. You're still God. You're able to work, oh God. Your people who keep the Sabbath, your Sabbath keeper who worship you, oh God, is on the line. You have the power to visit every home. Lord of mercy. Somebody who thought they have been forgotten. You see them. Your eyes are oh. everywhere. You've seen them, oh God. You've seen that person right now. On their knees, oh God, you can rescue the perishing. Cheers for the dying. Lord God of glory. Please, Lord, I plead. But after this prayer, Lord, somebody, Lord, will be free. Sister Nicole and her family will be free from being held captive. Jesus. Lord, the prayer of faith will heal the sick. I pray, oh God, that you will take this prayer. Let it be sweet smelling savor. Let it go up, Lord. Right up to your storehouse. Let the blessings come down. Release your angels in the homes of your people tonight. Please, oh God, take away every sickness from your people, cancer. Those who are feeling pain even now, you have the power. Lord Jesus Christ, we have power through Jesus. We are people that keep the Sabbath. We are not the heathen. 
We are not Babylon. We are the people that keep the Ten Commandments. The power is with us. Oh, God, pour out your power tonight and break every shackle in the homes of your people. Let all the demons tremble to know that the Most High God is in charge. Thank you, O oh God, for what you're doing. Thank you, O oh God, for rescuing your people tonight. Thank you, Jesus Christ, that somebody have received healing through the blood. Somebody, I'm speaking it because we're children of the living God. Somebody, oh God, have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Revelation 12, 11, we overcame them by the blood of the Lamb, by his testimonies. We're overcomers through Jesus. Sister Nicole is overcomers through Jesus. Sister Nicole's husband is overcomers through Jesus. Shania is overcomers through Jesus. I decree this thing in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It's done. Hallelujah. Glory and honor. Most high. It's done. Receive it in Jesus' name. You have the faith you are listening tonight, receive the blessing. Brokenness have been removed. Poverty have been removed from you. All the struggle that you face tonight is broken through the blood of Jesus Christ. Rain down your fire upon your people. Break every chain right now. Every chain that is holding back your people. Every witchcraft. Every occultic spirit. Every generational cursing. Every type of spirit that is not of God. I renounce it through Jesus Christ, and let there be healing and full restoration, because you came to set the captive free, and the work that you started, you will finish it, so we decree that it's finished, and I thank you, O God, for the blessings in abundance. This is my humble prayer, in Jesus Christ's name, we pray, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Be restored, Sister Nicole. Everything is going to be okay. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 No problem, my sister. We're going to keep you in prayer. And our prayer is now going to be thank you, Jesus, for the restoration. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, I'm going to just do a few verses before we close. A few verses. You know what the Lord showed me? Daniel 3, that talks about um, the three Hebrew boys, which we know already. But God wants me to read from verse 19. And, and this is rather important. We know the story, so I'm not going to go through it what Nebuchadnezzar said and how the boys wouldn't bow, they wouldn't eat, they go against the grain of the time. But what the Lord was showing me is that he saved the boys while they were in the fire. So, so listen to this. Look at verse 19, and it says, Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visual, he said, was was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore, he spake the commandment that they should keep 
furnished seven times more than it was one to be heated. So, you know the story before that they wouldn't bow to his statue or his image or whatever. They wouldn't worship him. So he decided he he's going to cast them into the furnace, the fire. And he asked them to turn up the heat seven times more. God showed me something that if we look at your furnace at home, and if you crank your furnace up to 90 degrees C, you just don't get there. You turn it and you have to kind of wait until the flame comes up. And then when the flames start to burn, with certain, the, the flame is big and high, then the fan will chip in, that is an automatic, and it will blow the heat, and it will reach this temperature according to the thermostat. Okay. So it takes a while to get to that point. To get it seven times harder, it does not just happen overnight. So my question the Lord was showing me, what was happening while they turned the furnace up and they're waiting and they don't have the high tech like what we have. So they put some wood. It's a man-made furnace, you know, the fire, and it's all sealed off or whatever. And you, you put the fire in, they put more wood. They have to wait until the wood catch fire and start to steam up. So it takes a while. So while it takes a while, they had the chance of saying, I'm going to recant. You see, they had the chance because in this they were in prayer when they see that the fire being kindled. And I want you to relate it to your life tonight, that you are going through something and you're asking like Sister Nicole, where is God? And it seems like the fire is being kindled. They're putting more wood in. They went and they sent the servant to get more wood, like those fermenter wood from back home, if you know the fermented trees. And they put the wood in. And you can see the coal getting red. But it takes a while. It may take a couple of hours. So in that couple of hours, they were wrestling. What were they doing? What do you think in your thoughts? Were they praying? With the wrestling and saying, man, I don't think we can carry through this. This fire looked really hot. What were you thinking while the fire being prepared? What will you, would have, you have done if you were there and seen the fire being kindled and you know that this is no joke? The man is making up the fire and you are going in the fire. Why didn't God save them that time? You know, it would have been easier if the Lord sent down an angel and intercept them before they go into the fire. What if, what if God was to just intersect what you're doing and said, I'm not going to let Mr. Nicole go through all this stress. Why don't I just stop it? I thought about that, and then the Lord says to me, I was building their faith, their trust. They were being tried and tested. Because I wanted to purify them. Something was going on. So therefore, when you are going through something, you have been tested. You have been tried. God could have intervened. God is a God of wisdom. God could stop everything short and just say, whoa, stop from making up the fire. 
that shit. God could send them a rain to break through and water just quench the fire and the fire is out. No more fire. Listen, the way God works is not the way we can think, brethren. So during this thing now, you know, Nebuchadnezzar was upset. And look at verse 20 of Daniel chapter 3 says, And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. The question the Lord showed me there, when they were tying them up and bounding them, how long did it take? Did they have an opportunity to say, no, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm going to worship your God then. Forget it. Don't put me in. This matter become real. They start to tie some rope and they start to wrap him and wrap his feet and hands. It don't just happen in two seconds. And they could not resist. This powerful men. These men probably are six, seven feet tall, 300 pounds. You, you can't even push one of them. And they call for the most powerful men to wrap them. What are you doing while you have been prepared to be persecuted? Is your faith being built and a trust more in God? Are you getting a lot of negative and say, where is God? I'm done. I'm not going back to the Adventist church. Look what happened. Look what I'm going to. Where is God? How long I'm paying my tithes and they're taking my house. My house is up for sale. I have nowhere to live. Where is God? What if God wants you right there? What if God is selling his angel in heaven and say, okay, you're going to go down to save Misha, no, no, it's not the angel. It's the Lord himself, Jesus. Jesus is preparing and he's getting ready in heaven now and say, okay, now I'm going to go. Father, I'm going to save my children. And the father is saying, don't go yet. Don't go yet. And he said, yeah, tying them up. I got to get to them before they get into the fire. And he said, no, 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 no. Don't go yet. Hold on. What if God is saying, hold on? He commissioned an angel to rescue you. But he's saying to the angel, hold on. They need to build their faith in me a little bit longer. They need to trust the God of the Sabbath more. They need to come higher. I need to do something. They need to be pruned. They need some things cut down out of their life. They need something chopped down. Hello, somebody. God is holding back. Jesus and said, don't go yet. Hold on a little bit longer. Then hear what happened. When the furnace was ready now, they tied them up now. They wrapped them, wrapped them, wrapped them with rope. There's no way they can get out. So in your heart now, what would you do if everything looks like that's it? What if you have your family and your family, you're on your deathbed, and you're wondering what's going to happen? What were these three men thinking? At that time, they are tied up. The fire was cranked up seven times. I'll be doing my last prayer and say, okay, God, just make this death don't be as harsh. Just take away some of the pain when we get into this fire. But I'm not bowing. I'm not serving you. You could imagine some of the men come and say, come on, man. You, you got to surrender, man. Just worship the king. It's easy. Just bow down to Nebuchadnezzar image, man. Come on. It's just a little thing you need to do. 
Why are you going to push it? And look on the fire is ready. Come on. Even when the man wrapping them with the rope, he's saying, man, just surrender. Now. Don't make it so hard on us. We love you guys enough. You guys are in the kingdom here going around you three Hebrew boys. Come on, man. Make it easier for us. Just surrender. God wants us in the fire. The devil is coming and saying, come on, man. Just, just go on the little pornography. That's no big deal. Just drink the little wine. Jesus turned um, water into wine. It's no problem drinking alcohol, man. It's in the Bible all over, man. Just drink it. It's no problem smoking one cigarette. You know, it's no problem smoking some marijuana or drinking some marijuana tea. It's the herbs. This is natural. God made it. Why can't we drink it? We hear all these garbage before. When it will dilute your mind and let the devil in. The devil touts you. The devil is touting the three Hebrew boys and say, you can recant now. While they tie them up, they say, come on. You can give it up right now. Come on. You can do it. They are encouraging them to do wrong. And the three Hebrew boys like, man, we already make up our mind. We ain't bold. You see, their faith was being built even in while the fire is being prepared. We are be, being tried and being tested. Somebody going through your miry clay right now experience, you are being tested. You wonder why this thing is happening to you? God is testing you. Hello, somebody. Look at verse 20, 21. It says, then these men were bound in their coats, their, 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 their hosen and their hats their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. So listen, they did not give them a chance and say, take your hat off. They start to tie them up right away while they talk to them and say, come on, we can. And they tie them in their jackets, everything. So could you imagine that they were close to the fire and they, jack they had their jackets on? Lord of mercy, hear this now. They were tossed into the fire right now. When they were tossed in the fire, just when they were holding them to toss in the fire, Jesus was dispatched, and Jesus came down and go with a cooling system. Somebody said he went into the fire with a cooling system. You, you see, the power of God don't make logical sense. It don't match with, with the pendulum swing. It don't match with the gravitational pull. You see, it don't match with fire. God will cause the fire to be like water. You don't understand the God we serve, somebody. You don't get it. You see, human, they look and see fire. But when Jesus look and see fire, he sees purification. He, he, he sees Holy Ghost power. You don't understand. While they were tying them to put them in the fire, Jesus came down and in the fire ready and turned the cooling system on. That's the spiritual cooling system in the fire. So the question is, why didn't the Lord save them before the fire? God went in the fire to save them. He went into the fire before them because their faith has been tested. God wants to see if you're going to continue the walk. Even what you're going through, Sister Nicole, even what you're going through, somebody in your home is broken, pain in your home. And the Lord is saying, I'm here. 
I will meet you at the end of the tunnel. You got to go through the tunnel. You got to go through the storm. And I will meet you at the calm. I will meet you in the midst of the fire. I will meet you in the midst of power. That's the God we serve. God of mercy. When I look at this and say, God was already in the fire waiting for the boys. God is such a good God. Verse 22 says again, I'm going to read it again. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I don't know if we get that. The strongest man in the kingdom that wrapped them with the robe. The king was getting furious because they weren't budging. So the king is like, hurry up and throw them in. Let's get it over with. And the men, by the time they throw them in, the fire killed those men. Listen, I don't know if you understand the power of God. I don't understand if you understand the power. If the heathen go in the fire, the fire will kill them. But when the people of the living God pass through the fire, when they pass through the water, it shall not overflow you. You will walk on solid water to the depth. Hallelujah. You don't understand, brethren. You don't get it. You don't get it tonight. The Lord is saying there's something special about the family of God. They have royalty blood. They have blood that can withstand fire. Blood can withstand zoning. Blood that can withstand any type of gravitational pull, any type of matter, any type of nature. They have power to withstand Satan. You don't get it. That's the God we serve. You don't understand that when you become a Christian and you are royalty, they that are with us are more than they that are against us. You don't understand it. When you walk into places, people will give you way. People will just serve you because you are royalty in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You don't understand. When you serve the great I am to Jesus Christ, you don't care about the fire because God is the God of the fire. He is the God of the mountaintop. He's the God of the valley. That's the God we serve. That's the Meshach God, the Abednego God, the Daniel God. That's the God we serve. Hallelujah. If you know the God we serve, you wouldn't worry. Look at this here. Look at 23. Look at 23. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound in the midst of the burning furnace. You don't understand. You see, it takes a spiritual eyes. You see, when they went in the fire, their spiritual eyes uh, see a different realm. But from outside, the heathen just see fire. Spiritual things are spiritually discerned. You don't understand what's going on here. You don't understand the apparatus as we wind down. You don't understand this, brethren. Look at verse 24. Lord of mercy, it says, then Nebuchadnezzar, the king was astoned and rose up haste and spake and said unto his counselors, did not we cast three men 
bound in the midst of the fiery fire. They answered and said unto the king, Ye true, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose in the name of Jesus Christ, walking in the midst of fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of Man. I did a sermon like this before. To ask the question, how did Nebuchadnezzar know that the fourth was the Son of Man? You see, God have a form. A comely form. He have a form that when you see him, when you behold his power, he deserves worship. When he deserves his power, when the, the veil came off, Nebuchadnezzar, and he get a glimpse in the spiritual realm and see that these men is covered under the blood of Jesus Christ. You don't understand. You don't understand that God have us covered. The man looking. And if Nebuchadnezzar's eyes could open to behold Jesus, what about us? If Nebuchadnezzar could behold the Son of Man and get glory and see a scene of fourth, and they're walking around in the fire, God is saying tonight, I will save you in the fire. I'm not going to save you before you get to the fire. I'm going to save you inside of the fire in Jesus' name. Inside of the fire, I'm going to save you. That's where God wants to save you, in the fire. Why are you diverting? Why are you trying not to go through the fire? You see, the fire is going to do something. When you stand up for Jesus, you're going to get fire. When you stand up for Jesus, when you have faith, you're going to get fire. When you trust Jesus, you're going to get fire. When you have trials, when you're tested, you're going to get fire. If you want to be refined, you're going to get fire. But Jesus is in the fire. Hello, somebody. Somebody's going to talk a lot of evil about you. Somebody's going to put you down with negativity. That's part of the fire. But Jesus is with you. Nebuchadnezzar recognized that Jesus is in the fire. Mercy. Verse 25, he says, he answered and says, Lo, I've seen four men loose, walking in the midst of fire. Hallelujah. Verse 26, then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning furnace. You don't understand here. Hello. This is deep. That's the next sermon again. That verse is the next sermon. How did Nebuchadnezzar allow to go to the edge of the fire when the men that died, the three Hebrew boys, went to the edge and they were slain? But now because he sees Jesus, there's hope. When he sees Jesus, the Lord blocked the fire. He could not destroy him. When he went to the edge, he had covering because his eyes were open and he sees Jesus. You don't get this. When our eyes pop open and a veil comes off and we behold the power of Jesus Christ, where he will protect us, God is a, is a cherubim. He's a God that protects. He's the God of Abraham. He's the God of Isaac. He's the God who saves. Hello. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He gave homage to the God of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. See, by beholding, become changed. 
if we behold the power of Jesus Christ, we're going to be changed. If we start from playing church, we're going to be changed. If you come close to the mercy seat and get a glimpse of the glory and the operation and the power of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you're going to bring changes. Lord, I wish this was a Sabbath sermon. Oh, Lord, I haven't touched it yet. Lord of mercy, I just pray tonight that somebody, you're going through something, God is in the fire waiting for you. God is doing something. He's working on your faith. He's working on your trust in him. He's working on you. He wants to purify you. You're just being tested. Hallelujah. 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 Sorry, I'm on fire right now. I'm burning. Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm burning. The spirit of the Lord is in this place. I'm burning. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory and honor to the Most High. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the one who is and there is no other. Praises to the King of kings and lords of lords. Hallelujah. Glory and honor to the Most High. You, oh God, there is none like you. The you there is none like you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Fire, fire. God will save us in the fire. Fire, fire, fire. May God just bless you. And may his face shine upon you. Fire in Jesus' name. Fire, fire in Jesus' name. We'll now have a prayer request. Fire, fire in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.